0: Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a
1: time. This week on The Kindness Project, we talk about morning coffee, Miami Sound Machine and we have part two of our interview with Kamal. Welcome to the Kindness Project. I'm joined by a man who is in desperate need of a haircut. It's Chris James. Yeah, it's
0: all got a bit mad scientist at the minute. And I'm joined by a girl... Who just used the phrase "I gotcha, bird, I gotcha"? Whatever that means. It's Charlotte Dames. How well, are you doing? I didn't doing? do it
1: in an accent, but you—you you not like you're just like you're ready you to keel over any second. So I thought i will take take—I'll take the starting. Well, you, you starting?
0: I I normally take the reins and make sure the uh, podcast is on the right path. But, but you look I, like you are an entire, the entire cafeteria. I am I am feeling tired today. You know what? That is a really bad lockdown habit I've got into. Um, Have too much coffee in the morning
1: we had that discussion about how how much coffee would it take to kill you because of caffeine amounts how Um, much is it? I think it's three or four cups a day consistently for a number of years could kill you
0: really? Yeah. that little are you sure?
1: I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think it should. I, I I think I remember we had, we had the di- we had the discussion and however many it was, you used to drink that much coffee. Yeah. And we were just like, that's probably
0: probably not a wise move, is it? Yeah. Let's be honest. Like I, I have
1: move. like one or two a week at most. Right. And then you were chugging them down like they were. I still do. Cokes.
0: They're, you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, cokes are as bad as coffees. They've got. Okay, a you were chugging them down
1: like. Juice.
0: I was, I was tracking them down like gin and tonics. If you, what would, what would kill you quicker, a gin and tonic obsession? Yes, it would. Yeah, it because
1: would. obviously you'd either crash a car or, what? You know, I didn't tell I was or, driving. Or, or walk into the road or like alcohol poisoning could get you, but the hospitals can fix that. I mean, Are and that... That
0: the rhythm could the rhythm get me? Is the rhythm is gonna get me? You don't get that. I'm too, yeah. I'm
1: too young. You're too, you're too old to get. No. <laughs> Miami Sand Machine, I know. I'm all about the
0: Miami Sand Machine, mate. Do you know the Miami Sand Machine, huh? No. Do you know who Gloria Estefan? is?
1: You're just saying syllables now.
0: <laughs> I just, failed. You're just
1: making noise I have,
0: now. I, this is another example, listeners, of me failing in my duties as a father. I thought I'd got it right when I taught my kids about Fraggle Rock. I, took, I take my nine-year-old to the beach on Sunday uh, for a socially distanced walk. <laughs> She asked me the question, Dad, what is a 99? I
1: I, I just haven't done my job right, what? have I? I know. 99s are great. Yeah, I know 99s. They're cheap and they're...
0: I mean, they're not, they're not 99p anymore, that's for sure.
1: But that, that defeats the purpose. What that entirely mean? defeats the purpose of a 99.
0: Why did you say that, 99? Because
1: 99 is the bit you have to focus on, because it should be 99p if it's a 99. Yeah, but
0: yeah, but then you've got inflation, haven't you? So It's, it's not for
1: inflation. It's not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon that that once a food is named after a price, it's just got to stay that price forever? Yeah, that's it. I mean, they just could sell
1: other things. Don't sell they, a 99 they, if you're not they, willing to pay 99 people. They it.
0: could do mass inflation and turn it into 99 pounds.
1: Yeah. <laughs> They could do a ninety-nine and make it slightly smaller. So then, you as small as it got to be, it's two quid at the minute. It'd be tiny. Oh, how is it two quid at the minute? It is two That's quid. That's Where did you Where did you get this? Was it from one of those little novelty places on the beach?
0: No. The ice cream man, because I had a ninety-nine. And <laughs> you say it? Do you say ninety-nine again?
1: No, it's saying ninety-nine normally, just exaggerated. Go on then. Ninety-nine.
0: Ninety-nine. Stop
1: making fun well, of have me. have you got to do that with your
0: mouth? Ninety-nine. Anyway, it's b- in the chin, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I can't do it because you've got an amazing chin. Oh, thank ninety-nine. You. Ninety-nine. Uh, anyway, that was different. That anyway, was... I, but what, what should they call it? The two quid. I mean, I just—it's not the same, is it? A ninety-nine should forever be called a 99
1: then but, it should just remain 99
0: no, no but the, this is the other thing it's like that frame of reference isn't it you know what do you call that it's a phone it's a phone i call it a mobile because when i was growing up i had a landline phone and a mobile
1: well we used to have a landline but it was pretty pointless so. nobody ever phoned
0: it did they that's the thing but
1: Rings. It's a phone. That's it. That's I never had down.
0: anybody phone me up and offer me a 99. Anyway, let's move on to the question of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I've know. got 99 questions and this ain't one. Um, no,
1: this is the only one you have. It's, I don't have 99 questions. I just have one. No,
0: actually, we've got a few more than that. I don't know what episode we're on, but <laughs> we've got a few more questions than that. Anyway, the question of the podcast today is...
1: Can I do a drum roll? I'm feeling up for it. Go on then. That's the most inconsistent drum roll I've
0: ever done. What is your unpopular opinion? Because I'm a bit obsessed by um, Radio 1's unpopular opinions, particularly the jingle. I mean, they've got an amazing jingle at the minute, which goes along the lines of,
1: can no, you give us no, your
0: unpopular no. opinion? Something you've always felt you the been. I don't know, I can't remember it. And then it goes... Doodly 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 like that. So, what's your unpopular opinion?
1: We already had this discussion. Uh, well,
0: no, not on the podcast, though, yeah,
1: prawn cocktail crisps. What? Are
0: they? <laughs> was you going to go a WTF route there and just had to pull yourself back? Yeah. What I mean. are they? <laughs> I was going to go, what the How frick? I, and then I wasn't sure if that was... How much is a packet of prawn cocktail crisps?
1: I don't know. I don't buy them. They're disgusting. Tell me they're 99p. No, um, you can't get a bag of crisps for 99p.
0: Why not? You can get 99 for 99...
1: No, you it. can't. No, you can't get <laughs> You can't even get Freddo's for 10p anymore. I know,
0: I know. What That's is true. this
1: ridiculous so, world?
0: So I, I quite like prawn cocktail. I tell you what I would put in the bin, what's it's pointless. Why are you looking like that? Not the spicy one, surely. No, all of them. No. Marmite, bang it in the bin. Oh. What's it, bang it in the bin. No,
1: no. Um, but my my Marmite's not an unpopular my opinion, unpopular though.
0: opinion is uh, Star Wars Overrated.
1: We tried to watch the first one. Do you uh, remember? I've... And we laughed our guts off because we were just like, but I don't "Look know at it... all this stupid I mean, stuff." I <laughs> mean, Star
0: Wars um, uh, purists would say you don't start at the chronolog- chronologically the first one. You start the earliest one that was made. But we did. No, we didn't. We didn't. That was one one of the prequels in the middle, Um, but it was so bad.
1: It was so bad. We we just we had to give up. So anyway,
0: anyway, what the question of the podcast for you, dear listener, is what is your unpopular opinion? Something you've always believed but you've been scared to (laughs) say, Um, and you can tell us by. Uh, Getting in touch using the following channels
1: righto 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 this is my bit is it mm. okay uh, at Facebook if you just go into the search bar and put the kindness project we should come up um, because we do because we're awesome uh, <laughs> if you go on Facebook uh, I just did that one if you go on Twitter and put we're the best around no we're not we're, oh, really, no. we're, we're really not oh,
0: okay but we're
1: pretty good we're pretty good, pretty good. Uh, if you go on
0: Twitter Pretty I,
1: good. Are you disrupting me now? He, can we can we limit the pointless disruptions? Pretty pretty good. Anyway, carry on. Okay, at all the kindness on Twitter. Um, and we should be on there. I mean, we should pop up straight away. It's a very unique handle. Handle tag. <laughs> I don't know. User. I don't know. All I uh, know
0: is we are pretty. Pretty good.
1: <laughs> uh, if you Google us, the Kindness Project, we should come up. But if not, we're www.thekindnessproject.co.uk co. uk, and we have an email, hello@thekindnessproject. co. uk. Feel free to email us, get in touch. I don't know if eight people actually do.
0: Yeah, they do actually. People get in touch all the time, and Russ subs there and emails me when it's relevant. He's our like, he's our filter. Yeah. Yeah, people get, people get in touch, sending us books, asking us to be guests, saying I got asked to speak at an online conference the other day. Noise. Noise, noise. I told noice, you about noice. the conference, didn't I? I
1: did, you did, yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, the problem we've got now is it's now seven minutes until Line of Duty comes on, and um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to veto Kindness News this week because we, we need to get this podcast over to us. So, what we will do... Is move on to the interview with Kamal. We've got part two of the interview with Kamal. Should we listen to that? Yep. Where do you think this has come from? Is it like the British stiff upper lip? Is it like sort of keep calm and carry on? Or uh, why? Where, why do we assume that we can't have a, at least a conversation about Brent Wales?
2: I don't know. I, no. I, I wish I could actually pinpoint where it comes from, but I think. In some cases it's, it's been there, it's been underlying um, but yeah there's always been a stigma when you've talked about I feel a bit depressed or you know I'm not feeling happy today because cause I think generally people want you to be happy, they don't want you to be sad. Yeah. And they don't know how to cope with it when you are sad or yeah, when you're yeah, upset yeah. or something is happening that you can't explain. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
2: and for young people, they don't necessarily have all the words, they don't have... Um, I think some of the people, particularly in Haringey, don't necessarily have the language to express how they feel. So it comes through in, in terms of their behaviours and their actions.
0: Not only not only in Haringey, in my <laughs> office it's, uh, it's it's as bad and just at my desk. Um, uh, and what does the future look like for Deep Black? So, um, firstly, why did you get involved?
2: How did I, why? why why I'd seen their work. Um, I'd gone to a workshop as part of being head of PSHE. I'd attended workshops in Haringey because I knew they were the the leading council for you know the mental health and I wanted to make sure that Brightonwood School was you know being top of the top um, in terms of the PSHE that we were offering um, I saw a workshop I attended one of their workshops as they booked last minute it was one of the the few that I could actually just just get into um, and it was amazing because even as an adult I experienced certain things um, and they weren't simply talking about emotions. They were talking about feeling words. So words we would use, like, I'm happy, I'm sad, um, confused, um, I'm grounded, I'm stable, and so on and so forth. And I just walked away from it thinking, oh my God, I don't know the meaning of half those words. When we talk about emotion, I tend to use the same three or four words. Uh, one of the exercises they did was name emotions. I could name 20 negative emotions, probably about five positive ones. So that got me to think about, okay, so is this the same with the children? And when I went back to school, I did the same sort of exercise with a couple of the classes. And it was very interesting to know that whether I tried it with children or I tried it with the staff, the... um, the negative feelings tended to be higher in terms of recall than the positive feelings and it was only when you said okay so you've mentioned all the negatives what are the positive feelings that people started thinking oh yeah I can be happy I can be you know um, cheerful and I can be gracious and I can feel um, really ecstatic Um, that I thought okay I need to have deep black in to start
0: a conversation, all of us yeah, yeah, And
2: start to talk about all of these different types of emotions that we can have. So I commissioned them to come in. They did the same um, emotional resilience, which had been built up, I think, over seven or eight years already, that refined mm-hmm. it and refined it. Um, and commissioned them to do another work, um, piece of work which was relevant to Bruntwood School where we were looking at cliques. Okay. So um, that's how I got involved with them. Um, when I left work, um, when I sort of started the masters, I was freelancing with them. Um, and then in Jan- well December last year, I was invited to be a director for them. Cool. Which I think I just didn't even think about and jumped in and said, yes, please.
0: <laughs> and just, just on that particular point, so that focusing more on the positive. Yeah. Because I, I get accused, Kamal, right so of being a, uh, a massive optimist. I mean, I live my life wearing a permanent pair of rose-tinted glasses. I just see everything as being sometimes overly optimistic and I need to train myself to be a bit more critical and analytical in my thinking every now and again. Mm-hmm. But my life is amazing because I think everything's really good. Now, I'm conscious that not everybody sees the world in that way. Yeah. Um, And you wouldn't want to, would you? So it's not about teaching optimism. No. So what's the difference between optimism and a... Frame of more positive psychology. I don't understand the difference.
2: Okay, so optimism is basically, and this is one of the differences when we were looking at it. So, optimism to my mind and the way that I'm understanding is, yep, everything's going to turn out right. I'm at the edge of a cliff and there's no further road, and that's fine, I can fly across to the next bit. Or if I roll down, I'll still survive. It's a 1500 meter drop but yeah
0: i don't think opt- i'm that optimistic to be honest
2: <laughs> um, but i think when you look at optimists, they tend to have those as you say rose colored glasses which is like yeah everything's going to be fine whereas being realistically optimist is okay there's a challenge there i know it's not going to be easy i need to be careful these are the steps I th- that i need to take Um, but at the end of it I will have learned. You're talking
0: about rational optimism, aren't you? Yeah, yeah.
2: Being realistic about what can be achieved. Yeah. Yet at the same time having that, you know, that that vision that says yes, everything is going to be okay. It may mean you've got hard Path to walk between here and there, yeah. um, but it doesn't mean yep. Tomorrow I'm going to be I don't know yeah. queen of England. Yeah, um,
0: but it's that it's that being getting ready for the challenge along yes. the way, isn't it? Yeah. And, and knowing that not like it's not yeah. just going to happen. Yeah, yeah. and well. you've got to take action to get Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And yeah.
2: It, it's that learning. It's that constant. Yep. Okay. So I know this bit doesn't work, but at the end of the day, okay. So. My vision might change slightly, but at the end of the day, does it really matter? Yeah,
0: yeah, That type of optimism. As long as I'm heading towards that general direction, I'm I'm making progress. Yeah.
2: positive psychology, and I know people say it's all about making you happy. It's not. It's actually realising you need to be sad and you need to have those negative emotions, but use them in a positive way. So anger, most people think anger is a very negative emotion. Yes, it can be because it makes us you know explode, but it also makes us shut down and become very introverted and not talk to anyone. When we realize with positive psychology what we're saying is there are times when anger is Needed And within the scope of Deep Black, we also realize that anger is sometimes needed. What you need to realize is when do you need to use it? How do you need to use it? Because sometimes people don't realize you're angry. And sometimes people need to know you are angry about a particular thing and to take action.
0: Could anger? I mean, it's interesting. I've, I've sort of, I'm saying, I'm saying this just not from any particular uh, base of knowledge, but you think about like, some of the societal changes that have been driven by anger, like, like we have moved along as a, as a, as a as humans because people have been angry and annoyed about certain political issues and certain societal issues. Like Gandhi probably was super angry about about what what was going on in in India at the time with British colonisation. You know, does it need anger to actually drive societies forward sometimes?
2: I think sometimes it does, but also you you do have to look at it in terms of, okay, how can I use the anger to the best possible
0: Yeah, in how do I channel it, way? basically?
2: How yeah. do I channel it? Do I want to actually physically fight, or can I fight from it in a non-violent way? Yeah, but we need And people. again, non-violent is... It's, yeah. It's, it's not a word that... Resonates, yeah. you know, with most people. Going back
0: to that conflict thing, yeah. right? So is some conflict positive in a way that you need to fight for what you believe in sometimes? Yeah,
2: I think sometimes you do because you, you can look at the injustice in the world and you can actually then rise people up. But as long as you do it in a way that is not judging anyone else for not thinking the same way as you do and not behaving in a violent manner and actually talking about it and debating about it.
0: Yeah, your job is to persuade you that point, right? Yeah, Yeah, and
2: and also to to inform people because not necessarily everyone is informed about it. Yeah, true, true. you don't need violence to do it, but you do need to have some level of anger to say, right, okay, I'm angry enough, my room is a complete tip, I need to, right, tidy up. Um, My children haven't got that. <laughs> and uh, what
0: does the future look like for Deep Black?
2: Um, so, for Deep Black, the future is looking very positive. I think. Um, I think we're, we're commissioned by a number of organisations, and not just Haringey Mental Health Trust. Um, as I've already said, I mean they really value the work that we've been doing. Um, we've been working with a psychologist, uh, sorry, psychiatrist. Um, and that's one of the ways that we actually got involved with Haringey and the schools yep. um, and their vision is really for all of us to to use and train the mental health in schools team um, so that they can actually use the creativity that, uh, in the way that we are yep. to inspire their work um, we're always looking for opportunities of ways that we can help young people um, across, so across London across, or? London, across you know, um, the, the London boroughs and, and also okay. into Essex um, now that I've also completed the Masters um, we're all very excited I'm particularly really excited in, in bringing in the creativity for the coaching side of it um, and looking at opportunities to, to work with, whether it's boroughs, whether it's with individual schools or whether it's with organisations, it's, it's actually... There's so much that we have on offer
0: and, and And how does that relationship typically start? Does that start with somebody approaching you saying, we've got this idea, or does it start with you rolling out a course and saying, would this be something you're interested in, or a bit of buzz?
2: Um, we tend to work based on what is required by, say, the school. We would go into the school um, and say, these are our offerings, Or the school can approach us and say we're really interested in in looking at how we can improve the mental health of our students and staff. Um, how we can improve it's not even mental health it's the mental it's the well-being of all of our students and staff and the wider community so they can come to us directly Um, we have a website um, which is www.deepblack.org.uk you can email me kamal at deepblack.org.uk we're on facebook instagram and also on twitter
0: are you, have you looked at TikTok yet? Because my youngest daughter is obsessed <laughs> with these videos. They are mad. Um, yeah. They're just they're just basically people dancing, and I, I have been I have been. <laughs> hollered in to doing some really bad dad dancing on, on a, at least four of them before we leave before we leave we, um, we always do a thing with our guests um, where we ask them previous questions of the podcast so are you I've not I, I don't prepare any of my guests for this so are you are you ready for some just impromptu Non-kindness related questions. Absolutely. Amazing. Go for it. So we before we start recording the podcast, we talked about biscuits. Yes. What's the world's best biscuit?
2: The world's best biscuit. Okay. That that's a tough choice. Okay, so with a cup of tea, it's got to be the Bridge Tea Biscuits. Okay. People argue with me on that one. With a cup of coffee, it's got to be the Bourbons.
0: Okay, I like the way you've got a, <laughs> a, a, a biscuit for tea and a biscuit for coffee. Let's say, for example, you've got no tea or coffee. What's the biscuit you have dry?
2: Um. Oh, that would have to... It's not quite a biscuit. It would have to be a cookie because then it's, it's still moist enough.
0: Yeah, yeah. A um,
2: triple chocolate... Yeah. Very good. good.
0: Any, any particular chocolate. brand? No. No, no just any,
2: any triple chocolate.
0: Any 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 brand any brand is good. Yep. Um what is oh I've just gone to favourite biscuit again. Um uh what would your superhero name and superhero power be? Oh
2: god. My daughter had her birthday party, she was twenty one this year and she okay. had dress up as something you wanted to be, so My original idea was a teacher And she said too boring Um, So my next best one was Superwoman Okay I didn't dress up as that Um, Not appropriate (laughs) But I think her powers of actually You know Just being fully present in everything she did Okay Was amazing So that would be what I I would want to be I like that Be present in everything I do
0: um and what's your favorite muppet
2: favorite muppet yeah miss piggy
0: <sighs> see <laughs> I, I respect you there might be a conflict here Kamal, because i respect <laughs> your opinion but you're just wrong um of course, uh, <laughs> it, it's I'm clearly not. animal never but, you, but you but you can uh, I'll, piggy, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you take that one <laughs> um and what's the favorite thing about where you live
2: Favourite thing about where I live? Um, It's close enough to London, yet far enough away from London.
0: You know what, (laughs) big time. You know, I I don't know whether I'd I'd live, because I used to live, um, closer in the weird thing is when I went on, oh, I did a, I'm, I, I'm training for a now delayed marathon but when I did my marathon training I ran to my old house um, and uh, yeah it was a it was a long way uh, you don't realise how long um, you don't realise how long it, it was um, if you could uh, steal one skill from your parents what skill would you choose
2: Oh, it would have to be from my dad. He had to be the most diplomatic person in the world. I'm not. I, I tell you as it is. Okay. I, I'm, you know, but he was so diplomatic. He'd listen. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, absolutely. That's what we'll do. And then he'd do what he wanted to do.
0: Okay. So he was diplomatic, but he didn't... He didn't... <laughs> No. he didn't immediately he didn't of, immediately yeah.
2: no. and he had that calming presence that again I think this is where the conflict resolution has, has sort of you know always been there and working with people to to get them to to calm down
0: okay okay so that comes from dad how about mum?
2: from mum organisational skills I guess she okay. is phenomenal she's had seven kids she's worked you know in a restaurant um, she's yeah, we've always had family just literally popping in. Even at nine o'clock at night, it'd be like, "Yep, we're turning up." So she'd be cooking a full meal by that stage. Um, so the organisation and
0: with seven kids as oh well. God, yeah, 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 yeah. That so t- that takes t- t- organising. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what's the one thing you've done that you'd never do again? Don't say get married. Don't, there's no, there's
2: uh, I wasn't, actually. Do you know what? I, I think for people, marriage is, is absolutely fine. Um, for me, marriage was amazing. It wasn't an issue. It wasn't a problem. Personal things, uh, it didn't quite work out. But I think one of the things that I would never, ever, ever do is abseil. Have you I, done it? I've done it once. It wasn't Where? very high, but I would never do it Where again. Where did you do it? Stubbers. Oh, right, okay. It's okay. not a high wall, but I, yeah. I'm terrified of heights. So if I ever do anything like that, um, yeah, it, it means I really, really, really want to
0: be. Did doing you do it on it. a school trip? Did you do it as part of a. Uh... Mm-hmm.
2: I did it as part of a scout trip, not a school trip. Okay. So it wasn't any of my students, it was just a scout group with my kids. So, okay. yeah. no, never again. Never, ever, ever again.
0: I See, I, I've had a couple of times, I did the orbit over at the Olympic Park, and I did... Um, I sailed off of Broadgate Tower in Liverpool Street. Yeah. No. Um, and it was funny because the guy, when I, when I was at the top of Broadgate Tower, the guy who, they partnered you up with somebody who was a really experienced abseiler. And um, the guy, the, the guy at the top was a fireman and he'd just done it like sort of 40 times uh, in months. <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm going down and literally just spinning as I sailed down this massive building. Um, and he, I'm sure he just, and, and literally, like, causing like there was loads of little sort of um, marks, like sort of finger marks <laughs> on the building as I was as I was coming down. But I loved it; really good experience. I'll do it again. Um, but it's that bit where you go over is the scariest bit. Once you're down and you know the ropes holding you, it's just a matter of time, isn't it? No, but,
2: for yeah. me, I, I hate heights. I mean, even from a first floor, I don't tend to look down because my knees just go and I, I say... Even
0: if you're, down. like, sort of... There? Yeah,
2: even if I'm safe and I know that it's all enclosed, I won't look straight down. I can look across, but okay. I can't look straight down. OK. And I've tried various things to get rid of that fear.
0: OK. What would your pirate name be? Pirate. So if you were a pirate, what would your pirate I name be? I was a pirate.
2: Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. What would my pirate name be? Don't know. I'd never thought of that one. OK, um, okay. you can yeah. come back to us we'll,
0: we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll no, on it. We'll mention it. And what's your favourite piece of architecture? What's your favourite building?
2: Favourite building? Um, in London, it would have to be St Paul's Cathedral. OK. How
0: about in the world?
2: Um. In the world, I think my favourite piece of architecture, it's a throw up between the pyramids and the Great Wall of China. Okay.
0: I I haven't been to the pyramids, funny enough. But no, it's, um, I
2: haven't. I haven't been there. I'd, I'd love to see them real. I've seen so many programmes on them.
0: We've so. got. I mean, I'm hoping with the with the virus it still goes on. But Sophie and I have got tickets to go and see the Tutankhamun yeah, exhibition. I want It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. So we're we're. Uh, tickets for a couple of weeks I'm keeping my fingers crossed that, yeah, um, yeah, that it's still yeah. coming on
2: well no I'm hoping it's going on I want to book tickets if I can now
0: yeah it's good and last one I every year I build a little playlist on Spotify mm-hmm. other streaming services are available mm-hmm. um, and I add songs to, to my list that other people recommend and I listen to and really like so what songs are you loving at the minute that I should consider I'm not going to they're going to be on the- list (laughs) but consider adding to my Spotify playlist
2: Um, one of my favourite artists at the moment is Jess Flynn okay Um, I love some of the music and uh, well I love her music Um, and I love the messages that she actually has on all of those so
0: amazing and you've told us where we can find out yeah. uh, about a little bit more about um uh, the organization thank you so much for coming on i've really enjoyed it
2: thank you so much for having me
0: no it's, it's been you. great and um we'll uh, hopefully see you next time once and you can come back on and tell us about the project you are on. It. yeah absolutely amazing. no problem thank
2: you well that
0: was the interview with Kamal, what do you think
1: you have to choose the moment I was taking a sit <laughs> to actually ask me a question. Oh, oh um, no. It was good. No, 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 no. I'm done now. <sighs> right,
0: okay, good. It
1: was good. It was good.
0: Good. And we are uh, at the end of the podcast, which means we get the... Uh, uh, we're not using come and give us your and pop. Stop. What? No. Okay.
1: No one needs um, to hear it.
0: Um, something you've uh, but you do want to do your little jingle, don't you? How yeah. come you get to do your little jingle? But
1: mine's not a jingle, it's a catchphrase. Go on.
0: Then.
1: It's a saying. Okay. Go on, then. Tis the end of another podcast. But the end
0: is never really the end, isn't it? Because the know? end
1: is always the beginning uh, of something entirely uh, new. Yes, is, yes, 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 we don't.
0: It's never is really it. Are you gonna keep on interrupting me? I mean, you did it, it earlier, so
1: <laughs> I think I'm allowed a little. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> I think I'm allowed a little vengeance, oh, don't you go think? On. Go on uh, on. On. No, I've had my vengeance now. I'm no, gonna wait. I'm gonna wait until you start talking. I don't actually know what last week's question was. So,
0: oh, you need me now, do you, to help you? Oh, you need um, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, um. <laughs> but just like
1: you needed me earlier, um. yeah, exactly. So,
0: so the. Um, the uh, last week's question was who is your favourite superhero or supervillain? villain? Um, and we've got a few very good answers. Uh, would you like to start?
1: Oh, um... Hazel Grove said Wonder Woman.
0: Richard Earl said
1: Group. you um, now clipped off the website. Now, I, no, no, I'm still on there. I'm still
0: still moving forward. Alan Bowley um, said Captain America. Um, Steve Dan said Piers Morgan could be a superhero or a supervillain at the minute. Um... John Cook uh, said Thomas Surek, uh, who's a West Ham player. Steve Shilton said Darth Vader, it has to be. Now, what I love, Charlotte, is when um, uh, you have have the Facebook uh, forum and it starts a bit of a domestic and Steve's wife's got involved. And Steve's wife, who is actually, funny enough, launching a podcast soon... Um, she spoke to me about this the other day, um, talking about uh, mental health, um, which should be um, pretty good fun. So Sam said, oh, I thought as a hero you would have gone for the Frosty's Tiger. And I think that's a good good choice. You know why? He's great.
1: You did it wrong. Go on and do it. No, because I can't do it either. I'm terrible at imitation. Um...
0: Go on, give it a go. No, give the Frosty's Tiger,
1: is that uh, the, the Tony Dude?
0: <laughs> the Tony Dude?
1: <laughs> Who's the Tony Dude? I don't know.
0: Yes, Tony the Tiger. <laughs>
1: yeah, that one. Tony the Tiger.
0: <laughs> um, are you going to give it a go? No. No, you're not. Um, uh, okay, that's fine. Dave Fools like said, Hero, Daredevil, Villain, Doctor Octopus. Uh, Terry Abrams said, Iron Man... Desmond Barker said Spider-Man. Now, interestingly, Twitter took a bit of a different um, <laughs> a different swerve. Stuart Albrook went for an absolute classic. Do you know who that is?
1: It looks like knock off danger mouse. Knock off danger mouse. Ma- that my friend
0: is Batfink. <laughs> Right, YouTube bad thing. The education <laughs> continues, right?
1: You Google, no, go, no, oh no, no, that's not bad thing. That's just knock off Danger Mouse. That's
0: not knock off Danger Mouse. You are disowned, right? Um, I, one I've never heard of. Michael Taggart said I've been a long life supporter of hindsight lad. I quite like that. And as on his helmet, he's so sweaty. On, his, on his on his helmet, he's got um, he's got. To um uh what do they call them? Wind mirrors of Cars, which is all good fun. Um, and then um uh Matt Warren uh, said he likes uh, stretch dude and Cobber Girl from The Simpsons. Um Chris Bard likes the flaming carrot <laughs> um and Ollie Smith said he's such a huge fan of Burnt Face Man. Now weirdly, we watched that we didn't watched we? one episode of Burnt Face Man, not to say for work, by the way. But it did mention the Reader's Digest <laughs> jokes, which I know you're a big fan of.
1: I haven't got one for this episode, actually. Why not? Because no am prepared. So are you.
0: <laughs> what do you mean?
1: I don't have a joke prepared.
0: Right, OK, so what are we going to end it on? Because that was my last superhero I was going to read out.
1: Well, we can always end it on this this little bit. Well, I- ah!
0: like it's done silence I will cover while you get a joke okay 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 right quickly google the reader's digest um uh let's <laughs> see how quickly you could do it um I'm here oh, we go I found it uh, oh, you, oh you found it right okay oh no
1: this isn't even the Canadian one right Canadian Canadian,
0: Canadian? C- Canada where's Canada <laughs> where's Canada uh one year only ten dollars <laughs> um I'm, I'm glad it's not 99 <laughs> right are we ready have you got a joke to finish his half on.
1: I don't know what a Clyde style is. Was that the punchline? No. You
0: better find a joke. You've got one minute to line of duty. Okay,
1: okay, okay, okay. There are two muffins baking in the oven. One muffin says to the other, "Phew, is it is it just me or is it getting hot in here?" The other muffin says, "Ah, a talking muffin!" <laughs>
0: Definitely not worth the wait. And on that note, uh, goodbye. We'll see you
1: next week.